0: Windscape, Chapter 9. Tarbert. Once they'd passed a small family graveyard, and a few more buildings left over from the days of the whaling station, it wasn't long before Jenny and Pavel and Lord reached the main road to Tarbert, Covered in new tarmac, and as smooth as glass, the road cut through an indiscernible carpet of thick heather and peaty lochans. As the moon reappeared, Giant boulders and rocky outcrops cast long shadows across their path. The ghostly glow of the moon caught the surface of the road and allowed Pavel to turn off his giveaway lights. The quad bike purred along, sticking to the contours of the road for a further eight miles. Jenny was pleased that Lord was with him. He seemed to be enjoying himself, nuzzling in between them on the double seat, his ears flattened, his tongue lolling beneath his silver speckled jaw. There's Tarbot, said Pavel. The yellow glow of the streetlights soon diluted the sharpness of the stars. The low, angry clouds softened in the neon glare. Jenny could see the ferry once they cleared the main street. Its lights were on and it rose above the harbour like an oversized licorice all-sort, black and white with a red and yellow funnel. A few cars and lorries were lined up in the parking lanes. How are we going to do this? asked Jenny. ''Do what?'' said Pavel. ''Get tickets and stuff.'' Pavel drove the quad bike up the last incline in the road before the ferry car park, and then killed the power. Jenny gripped on a little tighter as the bike free-wheeled into the shadows behind the public toilets. ''Right,'' said Pavel, stepping down from the quad bike. ''We have two choices. Which are?'' pressed Jenny. ''One, we buy the tickets ourselves.'' when the ticket office opens at 5am. Or two, we sneak on board. How the heck can we sneak on board, said Jenny. She watched Lord sniff around the base of a lamppost before lifting his leg. Pavel scanned the car park. Not much to hide in there. Let's just use your money and buy two tickets. It would be better if someone bought the tickets for us, though. "'We don't want to be remembered as that boy and girl with the dog "'who came on by themselves.' "'Who's going to buy us a ticket?' asked Jenny. "'Pavel's attention seemed to be fixed on a silver BMW car. "'That's got to be a rep's car,' he murmured. "'What's a rep?' asked Jenny. "'A salesman, of course,' said Pavel. "'Why don't we ask him to get us the tickets? "'We'll just say that we're meeting our parents over in Sky.' We'll just say that we're not sure how to buy tickets. You know, what to say and stuff. Jenny called on Lord. What about Lord? Pavel's shoulders dropped. Uh, I suppose we'll have to take him with us. We can't exactly abandon him. No, said Jenny, we can't. She cuddled into the old dog. The waiting room's open, said Pavel. It's still empty and it'll be warmer in there. Jenny walked a short distance to the rickety old building and opened the door. A smell of wet coats and tea. She plumped down onto a flaking maroon bench and watched Pavel as he stood on his tiptoes and switched on the heater. Her eyes were heavy and the single element heater was soon enough to send her to sleep. Jenny! She woke up with a gasp. The sales rep's coming towards the waiting room, said Pavel. She yawned and rubbed her eyes. What time is it? Almost five, said Pavel. The man walking towards them didn't look much older than them. It was beginning to get lighter and Jenny could see that he had a neat brown haircut with a wisp of a moustache. Seagulls scattered at his feet then took to the air in a blur of grey and white feathers. The remains of a fish supper lay strewn across his path. The man grimaced and sidestepped the mess. Lord, issued a low growl. "'He looks far too young to be a salesman,' said Jenny, not really sure what age you had to be to become a salesman in the first place. Her head was still muggy. "'Leave this to me,' said Pavel. Lord tugged on Pavel's belt, his makeshift lead. "Come down, Lord,' said Jenny. Lord panted louder and then jerked forwards. The lead slipped through Pavel's hand. "'Wait!' said Jenny.' Lord, however, was running full pelt at the young stranger. Jenny watched the young man freeze and embrace. Lord raced round the man's legs and made straight for the fish supper. Seagulls, already returning to their feast, squawked noisily as Lord snapped at them. Soon, the old dog was munching down the greasy remnants of the takeaway. The waiting room door swung inwards. "'Hi,' said the man, in an upbeat voice. "'Chirpy, with kind eyes and very white teeth.' He continued, that's one hungry dog you've got there. Jenny hesitated. Yes, he normally gets fed at the other side, said Pavel. Our mum and dad are usually waiting with his stuff. This, this is Jean. He pointed to Jenny. Jean? Thought Jenny? She supposed it was better not to use the real names. She nodded and then snuggled back into her coat, hoping Pavel would keep the rest of the conversation going. How did you get here so early? said the man. We always get dropped off up there. Pavel pointed through the wall of the waiting room in the general direction of the main road. (laughs) I thought this was a ticket room, said the man. Nah, Pavel stood up. That's it across there. A light flickered on in the white porter cabin just as he said it. Jenny noticed the light blue letters on the man's fleecy jacket. N-W-P-W-F. Jean's freezing. I better go and rend up our mutt. "'I don't suppose I could ask you to get us a couple of tickets. "'Jean, give, give them the money.' "'Still not used to her new name, "'Jenny stared blankly for a moment "'before rummaging in her duffel bag. Um, "'Don't your parents normally buy the tickets for you?' "'said the man. "'Normally,' said Jenny. "'But uh, it's no problem,' said the man. "'I'll get you a couple of tickets. "'It's no bother.' "'Jenny was relieved. "'She had no idea how she was going to finish the sentence.' Pavel stepped outside, his belt come lead dangling from his hand. Billy, he yelled. Billy, thought Jenny. This is all getting very confusing. Lord, quite understandably, ignored Pavel and continued to scoff down the scattered chips. As the man turned to leave, Jenny asked, What do the letters on your jacket stand for? The old man hovered in the doorway. These... He pointed to the light blue embroidered letters. Oh, they stand for North West Power Wind Farms. Oh, said Jenny, suddenly wishing she had never asked.